Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer of Weight Nomad Diet Center. Uh, today, I want to talk about that scary C word, cancer. In recent years, numerous studies and reviews, you know, bear out the relationship between obesity and cancer risk, treatment outcome, and recurrence. More recently, however, um, I came up on uh, two articles which are worthy of special mention, and uh, the links to them are at my website. Um, in in the in last winter, 2015, um, and I, yes, and I only recently read about this, in the issue of Your Weight Matters, uh, which is the magazine of the Obesity Action Coalition, um, in, in an article titled The Link Between Obesity and Cancer, a doctor, and I'm not even going to be able to pronounce the first name, the last name is Soleimani, um, you know, forgive the pronunciation of that, uh, reminds us that she or he uh, said that next to smoking, and this is a quote, keeping oneself at a healthy weight is the most important thing an individual can do to to reduce their cancer risk, end quote. And then in another article, from earlier this year in the Huffington Post on uh, February in February of 2016, uh, titled "Obesity's Link to Cancer," uh, a fellow by the name of William Anderson, he's a medical health counselor. He states it brilliantly, and again I quote him: "Being obese is like having a factory in your body polluting you with cancer-causing chemicals every day." So, let me just touch. Uh, on how obesity affects the risk of cancer, and might I stress recurrence of cancer in several ways, uh, in no particular order. Um, the first is the sex hormones. Um, the sex hormones, estrogen and progesterone, are known to increase the risk of breast cancer. Premenopausal women produce most of their estrogen through their ovaries. When they become postmenopausal, they stop producing estrogen uh, in the ovaries, but continue to produce it in their fat, where androgens or male hormones, which are made primarily in the adrenal glands, are converted to estrogen. So as a result, um, the more fat a woman has, the higher her estrogen level, uh, and estrogen fuels tumor growth. More specifically, as relates to breast cancer, high levels of post menopausal estrogen, uh, can stimulate abnormal breast cell growth, which leads to more rapid development of estrogen-positive breast cancers. Uh, Among many women with breast cancer, the standard of care is to use drugs um, like tamoxifen, for example, that that, um, block or inhibit um, estrogen activity. That's what they're supposed to do. But however, the effectiveness of these drugs Uh, may be compromised by the higher estrogen levels in women with high body fat. I mean, this is a major factor as to why obese women who have had breast cancer are at the highest risk for recurrence. Uh, Now, now, and still still as it relates to women, let me just say something about ovarian cancer. Although the exact cause of ovarian cancer is not known, one of the risk factors may, may be obesity. The link, estrogen, again, Uh, which, as I stated earlier, is made in body fat. And the more fat cells a woman has, the more estrogen she produces. So now in premenopausal women, each month progesterone is also produced to enable the lining of the womb to be shed during the menstrual cycle. However, 
after menopause, when estrogen production by the ovaries drops dramatically, uh, it continues to be produced in fat tissue, as I've stated a couple of times previously. Therefore, women in menopause and who have excess body fat continue to produce high levels of estrogen, and these act on the womb lining, but without the regulating effects of progesterone. And it's this that is the link to ovarian cancer. And men, listen, men are not off the hook when it comes to estrogen. They too have to concern themselves with estrogen because visceral fat produces a form of estrogen. Obesity increases a man's risk of developing prostate and colon cancer, and the fatter the man, the more aggressive the cancer. And then, okay, then let's talk about number two. There's the matter of insulin, okay? Insulin and insulin-like growth factors can stimulate cancer growth. Uh, Insulin sends signals to cells to grow and can stimulate insulin-like growth factors to help in proliferation. Abnormally high cell growth rate can increase the likelihood of mutation, which could lead to cancer. The number one cause of insulin-related issues is diabetes and... Obviously, obesity is a known risk factor for diabetes. And the last point I want to touch on today is that of inflammation. Inflammation, we all hear that word, it's, but it's a chronic disease. Um, it's a chronic you know, disease state, let's say the state of the body linked to all manners of illness. Obesity is considered an inflammatory state Having your organs marinating in visceral fat 24-7 is inflammatory, to say the least, uh, to the organs of your body. Your body's inflammatory state diminishes with weight loss. And I just want to conclude uh, by saying the following. Um, It was over a decade ago, I, I believe it was 12 years ago, that an international team of researchers reported that excess weight was linked to, at that time, higher risk of five cancers, colon, esophagus, kidney, breast, and uterus. Now, more recently, just a few months ago, in it was August 25th, 2016, that same group of researchers in the New England Journal of Medicine expanded that list significantly by identifying eight additional cancers linked directly to excess weight and obesity. Stomach, liver, gallbladder, pancreas, ovary, thyroid, meningioma, which is a type of brain tumor, uh, and multiple myeloma, which is a type of blood cancer. As I tell clients repeatedly, and as I said earlier in this podcast, Excess fat causes an overproduction of various hormones such as estrogen, testosterone, and insulin, as well as um, with chronic inflammation. And these factors confirmed by these researchers helps explain its link to cancer. This is certainly a wake-up call for everyone, but especially those who've been lucky enough to survive one bout of cancer. Obesity gives them the greatest risk for recurrence. Do slim people get cancer? Of course. But the better our overall health, the less visceral fat we have, the less compromised our immune system, 
the better able our bodies are to withstand the treatment protocol, the more successful we'll be in the long run, not only in terms of recovery, but in preventing recurrence as well. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, you can email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com. You can also message me on Twitter at listen to fat chat. That's listen, the number two fat chat. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff I provide to my clients, you can visit my website at weightnomoredietcenter.com. Uh, LaurieBoxer.com will get you there as well. Uh, and take a look around. Uh, my Fat Chat podcast and blog posts are issued weekly. My electronic newsletter is issued monthly. Uh, you can sign up to receive any or all via email. Also, uh, while at the site, if you're interested in reading the two articles that I mentioned earlier uh, in this podcast, you can see my blog post at my website titled Obesity and Cancer Risk and the links to those two articles are in that post. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.